The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Ross Tucker, Steve Fezzik, you heard the man. It is the Even Money Podcast. And as you probably noticed on the show's logo, we have a title sponsor, and it's a good one. Presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. He, of course, is the star of the show, Steve Fezzik. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Still the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling out there in Vegas. We've gotten a chance to learn a lot more about him, how he goes about his business over the last month or so. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman that really enjoys learning about this stuff. And I, I've been in the black the last couple of years, so I'll take it. I'll take a little extra extra spending cash. No big deal. Bunch of stuff, Steve, that I want to get into with you today as it relates to you know, betting, NFL, all that stuff. But it was funny, you and I were talking, even last week, I think I told you before we started with Bet Online, and you knew all about them right away. Yeah, Bet Online is really where the line originates right now at many of the sports. They put up the number first, which as a better is an enormous advantage because you can get the best of the number oftentimes. Example, the women's NBA. Um, Minnesota, I like them against the LA Sparks today. Revenge game, best team in the league. Bet online opens minus five and a half. If you've got an account at Bet Online, you could have laid minus five and a half with the links. Everyone's coming up with the line now. Now the line six and a half. So okay, so then tell me more about about Bet Online and then being the first one to to put the line out. Yeah, so they take a risk because they're going to get popped by the pros. Um, if they put up a line that's off by a little bit, and your number, you know what? Your number's always going to be off um, versus what it closes at because you just have incomplete and imperfect information. Even if I was setting the lines the night before, by the next morning I'd say, oh, I should have tweaked it for this or that, having had more time. So it's a loss leader, essentially. They'll take a few bets, 
that they're really at the worst of it for it. They'll lower their limits, not take a huge bet on those overnights and those openers, and then they'll just earn, 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 taking more action. It's a great business model, the model that the old Stardust in Las Vegas, where the line used to originate years and years ago, went ahead and utilized, and BetOnline uses that betting model, and they're a best bet to have as a, um, a place that you play it. So what I don't understand there is what happens overnight or the next morning that, like, what new information comes? Give me an example. Um, the, I'll use this women's basketball game that the power ratings make Minnesota five and a half, and then people are going to realize, oh, the Sparks beat, these, this, beat them in the finals. It's a huge revenge game for Minnesota. It's the first game that these two teams have played. I need to adjust this line for that information that is not in the power ratings themselves. But when, I mean, but that's something you would know the night before, right? Well, when you're trying to set lines for golf and tennis and football and, and you've got so, and, and CFL, there's just too much work involved trying to get absolutely every single in, intricacy with the line. And usually what you do is you just go off of power ratings. That's all you have time to do. And then let the betters adjust it. You were also telling me, Steve, um, I can't remember when it was, but you were talking about why you think it's important to have multiple outlets. Obviously, Bet Online is now the online gaming website of choice for this podcast and for us. But, you know, it's no secret that before Bet Online came aboard, we used to advertise for other um, online gaming shops as well. What 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 is the what is the importance of having multiple outlets in your mind? Yeah, because what'll happen is more often than not on most games you can get an extra half point um, or save a half point on each and every game if you have five outs versus one out. And how important is that half point? Well, I'm going to take it to the extreme. I'm going to use how important it is to get a full point. Here's the homework for the listeners. I want you to take every wager you make on football or basketball the rest of the year, and I want you to give yourself one extra point versus what you actually wagered or take away a point. Well, you're going to find you're going to be shocked by the end of the year how much better you would have done if you could have gotten just one more point and how much worse you're going to do if you get shorted a point. It is truly remarkable how it will turn a 53% better if you get that extra point into a 56% better, and conversely, even the best better in the world, you take a point away from every one of his wagers, all of a sudden he's not going to be able to hit more than half of his wagers. Who is the, who is the best better in the world? Do we, do we know these guys? Like, are, these, are there guys that, because I don't follow it that closely, are, are, is there a guy? I mean, obviously you're the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. But I'm curious, are there guys right now that are considered like the top dog out there in Vegas? They stay under the radar. So it used to be Billy Walters, but then he got busted for insider trading with Dean Foods. And so he's in prison, so he's not going to be what, what do you mean insider trading with Dean Foods? What does that mean? Um, what happened is he was buddies with one of these senior executives at Dean Foods who would feed, who apparently fed him information about when there was going to be good and bad earnings reports. And Mr. Walters would buy or sell huge amounts of Dean Foods stocks. So you could even pass it on to Phil Mickelson. So Phil made like 
a million dollars doing this. Uh, Billy Walters made tens of millions of dollars, and that is a no-no. And I guess they ruled Phil Mickelson did not get the information from the source so that he was, although he had to refund the money, he was not found to be criminally guilty. But Billy Walters was because he got it directly from the main executive at that firm. Wow. And and Billy Walters was considered the, the top gambler? Yes, because he had the top people working for him that were providing him the information on what to bet on. So he wasn't doing the handicapping. He had a team of people that he employed, and based on their recommendations, he was betting. In the NBA, there was a guy, gosh, I don't know his name. I think um, – yeah, I'll get I'll get that to you later. That was an NBA totals expert for years, um, but I think the best better stay private right now, Ross. Because there's not real value in being public unless you're going to try to make money off, you know, um, not licensing, but m- money off your picks, right? Right now, when it comes to you know contest play, um, tournaments. I would put myself up with anyone. My lifetime contest earnings are right around a million dollars right now. And so um, playing in public um, tournament sports betting um, uh, contests, that's a different animal. Kind of similar to Phil Helmuth is probably the best tournament poker player in the world, but he's not considered to be the best pure better, a pure poker player, cash game player in the world by any means. So I, um, I saw you retweeted or something, something Brent Musburger, he won um, some tournament or something, and it, it sounded like maybe it's one of the tournaments that you've been involved in. What do you remember that retweet? Yeah, Brent Musburger, um, he's heading up the VSEN Vegas Sports and Information Network here in Las Vegas. So um, six hours of programming on sports betting, and he's the first sign up for the Westgate Super Contest, the World Series of Sports Handicapping. That is the tournament I've won twice. Won it back-to-back 2008 and 2009, and Brent has ponied up his $1,500. I wish him luck, and I will meet him on the field, so to speak, in that contest. We'll see who does better. I like my chances. Whoa, it's $1,500? Yes. And you do it every year? I do. Does only how much does the winner make? Used to be two hundred thousand back when I won it in two thousand eight. The projection with so many more entries, this has exploded like the World Series, a poker main event. The first place winner probably is going to get a million dollars this year. Wow! How many people cash in? I think they're paying thirty people historically. They may be upping it to fifty people this year. Okay, so tell me why that isn't, with all the people doing it, tell me why that isn't like the needle in the haystack stuff that you don't like for like MVP and stuff like that. It's very, it is somewhat of a needle in the haystack, but I don't have to win the event. I just have to place in the top 5% to get into the money. So it's, it's similar to me playing in a poker tournament, you playing in a poker tournament. If you're a very good poker player, imagine if you had to win it to, to cash that'd be very difficult and there are poker tournaments like that and sports tournaments but because i can get into the money and cash it makes for a safer investment but what was interesting is that 
over the past 10 years, it just worked out this way, Ross. Uh, I've won it twice. You know how many top 20 finishes I've had? Two. Too many. <laughs> so so I, I either finish first or I don't have not made the money, so I've run very lucky in that contest. Wow. That's really interesting. So I want to get back to what you said about the multiple outlets. So I, I, I'm not sure I totally understood why, why the multiple outlets – just because you, that way, sometimes some of them will have a, a you know an extra half point or extra point, whereas if you're and only so, relying on, if you're only relying on one outlet, then you might not always be getting the maximum value. It's kind of like when we're pick, making our bets, you have that board in front of you, you have your computer screen, and you'll say, well, I'm seeing we can get you know eight and a half here, whereas the other places it's just eight. And also, when you're betting on player props, how many yards is Drew Brees going to throw for? It can be extreme in that one place might have 303 yards, one place might have 310 yards, two other places don't even have a lineup on Drew Brees. So all the more reason to have multiple outs. What about, I love how you say outs. Like, like I wouldn't even know what that is until today. Out, I, I feel cool now that I know the lingo. Like it's not multiple outlets, multiple gaming. It's multiple outs. Yeah, I think we stole that from the poker players. Where if you're on a draw, like a flush draw and a straight draw, you say, "I've got 15 outs. I need um, I to make my straight or to make my flush." Got it. Okay. What about um, some? There's some some out some outs. Steve have NFL lines like year round and other ones don't really have them out yet like how does that see now i'm confusing myself when i say out and out but some of them haven't posted them yet yes so you've got one shop here in vegas cgt technologies has lines up weeks one through weeks 16 so that's a must um out to have because if you really like a team or dislike a team you want to be firing on them or against them early here before the lines move, and they're the only place that has those up for all those different weeks. So is that um, a similar strategy to bet online or to whatever the old stardust in, in which you know they're putting the lines, so they're going to get the early money even if it's not as sharp? Exactly, and they've learned their lesson. They in prior years, Ross, they put a $3,000 limit on all these games. Way too high. The right idea, get the press, put up the numbers, but you're going to get beat up a little bit against the opener betters. Now it's 2017, and they have a $300 limit on all these wagers. So very small limits, keeps all the syndicate betters away from you because they're not going to bother for a $300 bet. But yet everyone that wants to play can play and they can earn money off of that Texas um, businessman who comes into Vegas and wants to bet on his Cowboys every week of the season during July. So, okay. So then my question is right now, what percentage of the outs have their week one lines posted and is CGT the only one that has them for every week? 95% 95% of the books have their week one NFL lines up, at least. And as far as all the other weeks, CGT is the only one that has every game up. There are a few other books that have some games of the year up. So they pick some of the more prominent games 
um, and they've got lines up on those games. But CGT, the only one that has lines on all the games. A couple other thoughts I had, Steve, that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, well, I mean, before I even get into that, I guess. So looking at, you know, CGT's lines for the whole year, was there any one? I don't want to go through every week. Maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll go through every week. And, and if there's a, a best bet you already have for every week. But is there any, any best bet for week one or week seven or week 15 that really jumped out to you as it relates to CGT's line so far? Yes. There's one team that stands out. Every morning, I'm betting against the New York Jets, Ross. There's nothing but bad news all summer long about against about this team. Dumping Decker, dumping all their playmakers, looking to get uh, the USC quarterback by losing as many games as possible. So every game that is close to pick them, I bet against the Jets. Week three, I have Miami minus two against the Jets. Week five, Cleveland is toasting the Jets. I have Cleveland to pick them. I got Buffalo week nine laying one and a half at the Jets. Carolina minus three at the Jets week 12. Week 15, uh, I played New Orleans minus six and a half against the Jets. And week 16, my favorite of them all, I have the Los Angeles Chargers pick them at the Jets. What? The Chargers are pick them against the Jets? Well, they're no longer pick them. But you know what? Minus three, they'd still be a good bet. And I think they're minus two right now. Wow. That's that's surprising. That's really – that's interesting. So that's pretty much the bets you've been placing have been all going against the Jets. Are there any other ones that you're really looking at? I bet on Tampa in several bets. Week one, I played Tampa plus three and even plus two and a half at Miami. I really like what Tampa's done – I think that it's going to be a, a breakthrough year uh, for the Bucs. Uh, week 14, I laid three with Tampa uh, hosting Detroit. I think that's a great bet. So um, that's a bet on team that I've got several wagers in. You've been on Twitter talking about, about the Jets. How crazy is it, Steve, that there's some reports out this week that Sam Darnold, the USC quarterback, might not come out after this year. And might, you know, he's only a redshirt sophomore, might stay for two more years. Uh, he's got three more years eligibility, but theoretically might stay two more years. That would be like the most Jets thing ever if they got the number one pick and he decided he wasn't going to come out. Yeah, it's still a good quarterback draft, so they, they would still have several excellent options. But you know what? I don't believe it. Ross, what would you do if you were be the projected number one draft pick? You're going to go back, get an insurance policy, um, which we all pay you a good chunk of change and you'll be comfortable for life. Or you can just go ahead and lock in that contract, recognizing that you, hey, you know, you got to play for a bad team in the Jets, but you get to play in New York City with all the endorsements and the media. Um, the, the ways to make money with that, it's just too lucrative, I think, for anybody to pass up on. Yeah, I don't know how you, I, if you're going to be the number one pick, I don't know how you turn that down. You, you can't. First of all, you can't do better than being the number one pick. Second of all, the chance to be the number one pick for the New York Jets in the New York market. Not only that, Steve, think about the fact that Brady's only got a year or two left. I mean, you'd be coming into that division at exactly the right time. 
You know, if the Jets yeah. do it right, you'd actually have a chance to maybe beat the Patriots as opposed to if this was five, ten years ago. And you've got to worry about the – I know it worked for Elway, but it's extremely dangerous to say, hey, I'm not playing for this team. The negative publicity that you get, think about what it could cost you in endorsements. Now, I know we've all heard you know, the case about like when, when you've got the rookie quarterback that gets um, Sam Bradford or Carr and he gets the heck beat out of him and it costs him his career. Um, I know that that's a danger that's out there. But you weigh the pluses and the minuses, and you're, like you said, if you're going to be the number one pick, you're set for life with one contract, especially with the extra endorsements. you got to go, you got to go ahead and take it. Plus, he wouldn't be doing it. Like, he wouldn't enter the draft and then say he's not going to play for the Jets. He just wouldn't enter the draft at that point, which I doubt that that actually happens. Uh, but that is something to keep an eye on with the Jets and their clear rebuild. Um, there's one more thing I want to get into with you, Steve. But first, I want to make sure everybody knows that you can bet tonight's set of games risk-free. Just sign up for a betonline.ag account at betonline.ag. Use the promo code EVENMONEY, our promo code, on your first deposit to score a 50% welcome bonus worth up to $2,500 in sportsbook free plays. Look, once you try it, you'll see firsthand why BetOnline earns an A-plus rating. Their odds open before the competition for major U.S. sports. As any sharp better knows, as Steve has said, the best value is often in the early odds. Plus, you can even get a risk-free $25 bet on your first in-game play They've got a poker room if you're into that, and they've got 100% poker and casino bonus. With almost 20 years of taking bets, Bet Online prides itself on always paying winners fast. Visit betonline.ag, use the promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. Again, EVENMONEY is the code, BetOnline. AG, exactly echoing, Steve, what you were saying about bet online and betting early. So it works out perfectly that they're the new official title sponsor of the show. The, the last thing I wanted to mention to you, Steve, I don't remember when these tweets were, but I thought it was interesting enough. I took a screenshot of it. You said, I am tired of hearing about the sharp money on one side, the public, the other. Oftentimes, it is just money, and many moves are not sharp. I wanted you to explain. Yeah, so what happens is that a line on a game should be three. And so the line, if it opens up at the underdog plus five, it moves to three, and I hear, oh, all the, all the sharps are on the underdog. If it opens pick them and it goes up to minus three, I hear, well, all, all the sharps and the, the sharp money and the smart money is on the favorite here. That's the right side at minus three. And it's like it's completely wrong. The, it, you've got to use the, the verb was, was, the sharp money was on that team. But once the line has moved, at some point there's value back the other way. And in the NFL in particular, Ross, I have seen a phenomenon where the Jacksonville Jaguars are the king of this. They'll open plus six and they'll drop down to plus four 
and I'll hear, oh, sharp money on the Jags, that's the right side. And the truth is that, no, plus six it was a fine wager on the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus four or plus three and a half. Those are the followers. Those are the people getting to it last. They're the ones that are getting that stock at a much worse price there, and it's not nearly as valuable or doesn't have any value. And so be careful about following moves that have already occurred and being the last one to get at a team. Yeah, I was going to ask, Steve, how much line movement is is enough that you say, I'm not doing it? Like, even if it still looks like a good bet, that line has moved too much, and I, I can't do it. Yeah, and a lot of it depends upon how key the number is. So I would say if I like a favorite at minus 1.5 and, and it goes up to minus 2.5, no big deal. But if I liked a favorite at minus 2.5, I don't think I've ever – actually gone ahead and, and bet a favorite minus three and a half that I missed the two and a half and I missed the three. It's it because the team's going to win favored by three by three about 10% of the time. So instead of having a 60% bet minus two and a half, I've now got a 50% bet minus three and a half. And I always, uh, now is a great time for all the listeners go and print all the lines. They're all up for week one in the NFL. And then right before you wager, in September on these games, if you wager the week of the game or the day of the game, take a look at what you could have gotten and use that in context for your bet sizing and whether you even want to wager on something. Do you really want to go ahead, as an example, and bet Buffalo minus seven and a half when you could have bet them against the Jets minus six and minus six and a half during the entire summer? You know no one's going to bet on the Jets going forward here so if you're going to get at buffalo you really should play it now before it moves to seven which it likely will i gotta tell you steve i don't know if it's just this episode and our conversation or the lines being up at cjt or bet online or just the fact that it's past fourth of july now but i i'm ready man i'm ready to start you know over the next couple weeks we'll get it figured out but i want to start to do some shows where we're we are placing our best bets on all the win totals uh, where we're betting on week one, like obviously we can talk preseason, but I'm ready to start getting it going, and uh, we'll talk to our buddy that grades us out, and we can really start to track some of this stuff. That'll do it for this week's Even Money podcast. I have a great idea and an awesome guest for next week's Even Money podcast, so you are not going to want to miss that. In between by the way, remember, you can always ask Steve any question you have. Like, I just, I just fire questions off at Steve. That's kind of what some of these podcasts are. You can do the same. Email me, ross at rostucker.com. After you take advantage of any of the sponsors at rostucker.com or BetOnline, use the code betonline.ag, use the code EVENMONEY, or even the Amazon banner ad over at rostucker.com. Other than that, love those of you that download the podcast, all of them, multiple times on multiple devices. That is for true tuckheads and superstars only. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.